Here is something really enchanting. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls? You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. I'm your host, Chris Michaels, and this is the show Resonance, where we wax poetic about current events, metaphysics, or whatever else I decide to talk about for a mere hour. So buckle up, because this is going to be 60 minutes of absolute brilliance. And this is going to be, what, every week? Every Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you've got nothing else to do, you can also listen to my podcasts. I do four of them a week. I try to keep it to 15 minutes. Sometimes it goes to 20. And uh, that's called Last Call with Chris Michaels. You can find me everywhere. You can find me on Spotify, Anchor, and uh, what's the other one? Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you just do a Google search, Last Call with Chris Michaels, all sorts of other platforms show up. I don't even know what they are. Um, but, you know, go there, find me, listen to onthewakeupradio.com, donate there because, you know, we, we do this out of a passion. But uh, we definitely like money because we all like to live. So any little bit helps. Five bucks, ten bucks, eleven dollars, twelve, twenty, a hundred, ten thousand. If you particularly hate a host, I'm pretty sure if you donate enough, we'll kick them off the network. It's just how it goes. So this week, <clears throat> as early as today, there have uh, there has been, or as recent as today, there has been massive, massive, massive changes in workforce policy. And that has to do with Biden's squatter-in-chief, Joseph Biden's corrupt Department of Justice opinion. Opinion. It's not in any way or in any form legal, okay, opinion to mandate COVID-19 inoculations. Now, this is incredibly disturbing. Not only is it July 28th, because you also have to keep in mind what really is motivating all of this kind of behavior. All right? So this is a massive, massive uh, intrusion of your privacy. Uh, it is a massive assault on your health with mandating these kinds of uh, inoculations. And what is the date? The date is July 28th, okay? If you look up your satanic ritual dates of the year, we are in what they call the grand climax. And the grand climax is when you make the ultimate sacrifice for the year 
and this is the thing you are working up towards, and then the rest of the year you just slide out of it and make other sacrifices and everything else. The gist of the grand climax is basically a human female sacrifice, preferably impregnated. So you get to two-for-one option. This kind of thing is ultimately the penultimate sacrifice that they could possibly make. You're killing the divine feminine. You are eliminating the very body, the very being that allows birth, that allows life to form. Okay, That's what's really going on. If you kill that, then you have given to the creator, to God, whatever it is that you believe in, in the most ultimate way. Not only did two human beings come together and force God to create a new soul in the form of that child, but you then assaulted that sacred binding by killing not only the host, but the child. That is the ultimate insult when it comes to this kind of thing. And that grand climax happens, depending on what you read, between July 27th to 26th and August 1st. So what happened yesterday, July 27th? Massive, massive implications, like I said, with the Department of Justice, man, not mandate, but opinion that allows a lot of things, okay? Not only does it allow employers to get off scot-free by saying, if you want to work here, you must accept a COVID inoculation. That's the first thing. The second thing that the Department of Justice did, and that hook-nosed little jerk, Anthony Fauci, uh, he came out there and said, oh, I, I think we should really consider wearing masks uh, indoors too. Everybody, vaccinated and unvaccinated, we should really be wearing masks. It's the only safe thing to do. Meanwhile, everybody seems to forget when Dr. Fauci was on the podium saying that there is almost a 0% chance of a pulmonary, I think he said pulmonary or, or, or lung virus, respiratory virus, that's what it was, I think it was respiratory virus. Uh, a, a, an individual, an asymptomatic individual passing along a respiratory virus to somebody else. Basically what he means to say is, if you are not exhibiting symptoms, then you are not going to pass along any sort of virus that you have in your body. Basically, your immune system is strong enough where it will counter any sort of infection and also will not spread it to other people. Nobody remembers Dr. Fauci doing that because if they did, we wouldn't be in this situation. Or I should say, if the media decides to hold Dr. Fauci accountable, then uh, we would be in a different uh, part of our timeline here. So what happened today? You have all of these different states. You've got New York State. You've got California. You've got uh, – I forgot the other – there was another state that came out. That now all got vaccinated and unvaccinated must start wearing a mask indoors. There's, there's no difference between one or the other. So this is the problem with all of this. You're back to mask wearing. Uh, now they're allowing, pe allowing employers to mandate – vaccines. What happened today? You had Facebook. They came out and said, we require U.S. employees to be vaccinated in order to return to work. What else did you have? You had Google saying, we require employees to be vaccinated. Who else decided to do that? 
Uh, oh, I don't know. Could it be Apple? I don't know. Could it be Netflix? You see all of these major Democrat left, left-wing globalist-leaning companies, these conglomerates, these monopolies on information and data coming out saying we require people to be vaccinated if they want to work with us. That is going to give people the moral authority to say, employers, I should say, to say, uh, we require all of our employees to be vaccinated as well. Just as an example, today, in my day job, I walked into an office and I had a meeting with two individuals. One of them stands across from me and, and I noticed, I walked into the office, everybody's in a mask. Or I shouldn't say everybody, a fair amount of people are in, the, are in a mask. So we go up to the meeting room, conference room, and she, we all sit down and she goes, uh, are you vaccinated? And I said, uh, I don't need to answer that. She goes, well, uh, we, we require, uh, we don't require masks for people that are vaccinated, but if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. I said, I don't have to answer that. And she goes, well, are, are you vaccinated? I said, that's none of your business. I said, if you want, I'll leave right now and I'll give you a call uh, from my car and we can have the, the, the meeting that way. And she got all mad at me and she ran off and got me a mask. And then, I, you know, I wore them. She's, what she did was incredibly illegal. So clearly she's not the, uh, the brightest bulb in the drawer. You know, she's not bringing the potato salad to the Mensa picnic anytime soon. But this is the kind of intrusion of privacy that people feel they have the right to perpetrate. So if I, the next time I'm asked something like that, I should just flat out say, do you have gonorrhea? Or uh, do you have hepatitis? And if so, when was your last outbreak? And do you have one now? Uh, how's your health? I should start asking people those questions. And this is another thing that came out today. And this is recent. This is maybe 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago. The top union in the United States. The, uh, this is a huge union. President Richard Trumka, who, by the way, is one of the only people on the planet that still wears a mustache. And his chin is so big uh, that it overflows out of his button shirt and it looks like a waddle he comes out and says afl cio supports mandatory vaccines for workers and the cdc director does anybody remember her walinsky she's up there crying the blues oh please get a vaccine please get a vaccine <laughs> she's out there and she even said she's tipped her hand foolishly she's not she's an also an idiot, you know, she tipped her hand and said possibly the only way forward in the United States to get back to normal is to begin looking at what France and England is trying to do and Italy and what they're trying to do and institute a vaccine passport. The, this is the end game here, guys and gals. This is what they really want to do. You had Mayor Bill de Blasio communist at large in New York City saying that if you're a New York City employee, you either have to get tested once a week, which, by the way, has dried out antifreeze on the, on the tip of those tests, or you have to get a COVID vaccine. 
And this is the type of stuff that you're going to start to see. There are some companies that are so outrageous that they will, in fact, say you need to be tested every single day. Every single day. So this is from – I'm going to read to you something that a friend of mine sent. And they, they, they're, they're a consultant. And so they're a consultant in the medical field. And uh, there's this one radiology group uh, from, you know, where, around where I live. And they came out with a new policy. And he doesn't work for them, but one of his friends does work for them and sent him the new COVID policy. And so it's a really, really long email, but I'm going to sum it up. They said, we, we're taking a carrot and stick approach when it comes to COVID and the Delta variant. Okay, so we're going to get into what the Delta variant could be later on. The carrot. Everyone who has been vaccinated gets a one-time 250 buck thank you. Oh, gosh, 250 bucks for possibly a lifetime of disease and neurological disorders. Great. The stick, they entitled this. Beginning Monday, July 26th which was a couple of days ago. Absolutely no unvaccinated staff member or visitor will be able to step foot into certain parts of the building unless they can show their COVID card or the New York State wallet COVID validation. The bigger stick, two weeks later, as of Monday, August 9th, every single employee in every one of the clinical offices must be vaccinated with proof being forwarded to HR and so on and so forth. Anyone who has no intention on getting vaccinated must notify their superior. And this will give the supervisors enough time to remove you completely from the future schedules and reassign your shifts to other staff members. For the hopefully very few, if any at all, self-furloughing unvaccinated individuals Healthcare and 401k benefits will cease completely as of August 9th. As you will be self-furloughing, you will not be eligible for state or federal unemployment benefits. If and when you finally decide to get vaccinated, you can reapply for your position. How draconian, how tyrannical. This is dictatorial assholes to the nth degree. They're not only saying you must, you must, in order to work here, get inoculated with an experimental gene therapy program where the trial doesn't end for another two years. You must do that if you want to work here. That's one. Two, if anything bad happens to you, don't come knocking on our door. And don't go knocking at the pharmaceutical door because they're not going to compensate you either. You can't take anybody to court because of this. Even though, according to common law, you can go after your employer for battery if something happens to you. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm investigating that, too. But if you don't get the inoculation with this shitty company, then what happens is you consider yourself furloughed, which means you don't even get unemployment benefits. How sick and twisted do you have to be to try and deny somebody unemployment benefits because they're doing what you 
gave them the option to do, which was either get inoculated or leave the company. And if you leave the company, then you should be able to get unemployment benefits. This is just disgusting, reprehensible, shitty behavior from a shitty company that should go out of business. Everybody's talking about, oh, what about the little guy? We need to do everything for workers' rights and everything else. What do you think this is? What do you think fascism is? Where's Antifa through all of this? I thought they were out there raising fists, getting dressed up in all black, wearing masks, and fighting against those dastardly fascists that we fought against for the last four years. What do you think you're looking at, jackass? You're looking at fascism as we know it. And by the way, I tried to look up the definition of fascism through Google, through a Google search, you will find no true definition of fascism anywhere. It's all been manipulated by the George Soros crowd, by the leftist crowd. It, you don't see anything about the, about the true political definition of fascism. Yes, there's the national unity angle for it. Yes, there is the idea that you do have one class of citizens over another. Hello, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. But essentially what you have is big business running the government and setting the policies for the government. And then the government enforces those policies that big business wants. That's fascism. It is the conglomeration and the blending of private entities and the government. Communism, and, and by the way, in fascism, private industry is the dominant factor here. Private industry is basically setting policy, and the government says that policy is law. Communism, on the other hand, is where the government takes over the businesses, and the government sets policies, and the businesses have to follow them. That's the difference. Do you want a country run by companies or do you want a country run by the, uh, uh, the government? That's basically what it is. It's not a republic. It's not a democracy. It's none of that. What do you think is going on right now? What do you think looks more accurate to you? It's fascism. You've got big pharma. You've got big interests that are forcing the idea that everybody must be inoculated with this crap, and they have to do it. The government isn't doing it. The government, and this is, this is a, like I said, the blend of government and private industry. The government will not enforce these kinds of behaviors because if they did, they would have massive backlash. So what they're doing is they're leaning on their private industry friends to force their employees to get inoculated. And the government doesn't necessarily set the policy, but the private industry goes in the direction that the government wants. Now, why do I say this is fascism? Because you have dedicated interests from the pharmaceutical industry and other industries, other industries related to AI, that want these vaccine mandates to be inflicted upon all of the United States. And it is sickening. And if you really start to analyze this, you would know that this has nothing to do with protecting people's health. 
This has everything to do with getting everybody inoculated with something. And that something is what we're going to go into in the next part of uh, Resonance via OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Oh, you're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com every single Wednesday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you enjoy this kind of programming or any other kind of podcast that's on this network, then do not hesitate to go to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com to log in, create a profile. Profile, like, see, it, it's, if, if we were professionals, we would be able to pronounce profile. Create a profile for yourself and then join the conversation. Talk about anything you want. You had a horrible date. We want to hear about it. You hooked up with an absolute wildebeest. We'll make fun of you for that, but we still want to learn about more because we are all a bunch of gossiping magpies, and we'd love to hear more. So if anybody knows John McAfee, you would realize that McAfee has a dead man's switch. So what, uh, what is a dead man's switch? Essentially, a dead man's switch is when somebody dies, they say, oh, really, you killed me. We're going to release all sorts of information about things we were holding on to for just such an occasion. Now, there's been a lot of things going on with his dead man's. He's got, uh, he's got a couple of them. He's got one lookingglass.com, looking spelled with zero, zero, and one G. So L-0-0-K-I-N-G-L-A-S-S.com. Um, some of it's password protected. I haven't figured it out. I haven't really explored it, um, but you can. There's another one. He's got another website, dollar sign whacked, and uh, that's on another thing. And uh, he's also got a Telegram account. And the Telegram account is uh, releasing all sorts of things as well. Uh, and, and the Telegram account has the same syntax and the same grammar as Q. So if you look up Q and you look up Telegram and you look up what uh, McAfee's Dead Man Switch account is, it looks strikingly similar. So who, whoever was in charge of Q may be in charge of McAfee's Dead Man's switch on telegram it could very well have been mcafee himself as q um and i would not be surprised if mcafee quote-unquote died and because he quote-unquote died then the dead man's switch goes on so that we can have basically oops it's a dead man's switch we can't help what kind of information comes out uh, supposedly 31 terabytes of data and info is about to be released. He keeps making references to certain timelines. So depending upon what you click on his website, not looking less, but whacked, um, there are different timers. Like He's got one timer that uh, ends over 2,000 days from now, so six years from now. And then he's got another timer that ends... Uh, not so far into the future. So this is the one that's important. This you click on the link, and he's got a he's got a link. It's a, around 190 days. This timer, and the timer runs out on February 2nd, 2022. So break that down. The day is two 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 two. 
So that is four twos. That's a cultish, right? That is a cult, basically, numerology. Two, four, six, eight. Eight, the eight-pointed star, which eight is also significant of what? Of the infinity symbol, you know, the Mobius strip around the magician on the tarot. You know everything. You know, you, you, you're the, the penultimate version of masculine and feminine, um, emotion and physical stamina and that kind of thing. So two, 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 two is significant in that regard. Also the eight pointed star, it is significant because you now control chaos and order. You are on both sides of the equation. You can get order from chaos and chaos from order both ways. What is also significant about February 2nd of next year is that it is the 33rd day of the year. So why is 33 so important? If you believe in the Bible, the late JC only lasted 33 years. You also have 33 steps in Freemasonry. Um, and so that's supposedly, you know, what happens. But if you're at the 33rd step, supposedly spit on a Bible and there's some more steps after that beyond blah, blah, blah. It's also 11, 11, 11, three sacred numbers. What else is significant about February 2nd of 2022 is that it is the fifth week of the year. So why is five so important? You've got pentacles and pentagrams. You've got protection symbols or summoning symbols. Very, very occultish date. So why is this whole drop, this one particular drop on his website so important? It is headed by uh, just, a, it's headed by the following. It's, it's a patent. Okay, I'll, I'll drop the hint now. The patent is W-O- Two zero two zero. Now pay attention. Zero six zero six zero six a one. So what do you have in there? You've got twenty twenty six six six. So everybody that looks at that, they don't think to look up what that patent means. And I'll tell you what it means in a minute. But there's also a lot of binary. So ones and zeros. You can go into a binary converter and then translate what the binary code means into English or whatever language you want. The binary code translates into, I am just a programmer, but I found the enemy in an empty jar. The sixth step of the plan is a non-human technology that will be like a dollar ID to be accepted as heavenly citizens. The revelies will be killed, rebels. Those who hide will not be able to buy or sell with any other payment method. Each man generates a unique vibration, equals token, equals pass, equals revelation 13. So there's a lot going on there, and we'll come back to that. Now, this is the patent for WO 2020-06-06-06-A1. This is the abstract for the patent. Human body activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used in a mining process for a cryptocurrency system. So they're talking about monitoring your body in some way. Hello, Fitbit. Hello, smartphone. And in doing so, monitoring your body, they can gauge 
whether or not you are performing the task that has been assigned to you. A server may, and it continues, a server may provide a task to a device of a user which is communicatively coupled to the server. Basically, your boss says this is so-and-so's job for today, sends it to the server, the server co uh, communicates to the monitoring device. That's what that means. And so now the sensor in the monitoring device will determine whether or not you're performing the function that your boss assigned to you. That's what it all means. A sensor communicatively coupled to or comprised in the device of a user may sense body activity of the user. Body activity data may be generated based on the sensed body activity of the user, Fitbit. The cryptocurrency system communicatively coupled to the device of the user may verify if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified, meaning you have a specific vibration. Everybody out there has a specific vibration. And the monitoring device will pick up on your vibration and through your vital signs will determine whether or not you are performing the tasks that your boss assigned to you. And if you are performing those tasks, then you will be able to earn your money by quote-unquote mining with a cryptocurrency system. In this case, the mining is literally you. You are mining your own money through a cashless system, through a cryptocurrency system. Now, why is this important? Why is this important? Go back to what John McAfee released in Binary Code. The, sis, the, the plan is a non-human technology, meaning... Now, a lot of McAfee's things, do, it, it doesn't involve aliens or anything like that. It involves a massive AI that is already online, and it's already making decisions. That's what McAfee is getting at through a lot of his hints here. A non-human technology, an AI technology, that will be like a dollar ID to be accepted as, quote-unquote, as heavenly citizens, so people that sign up for this thing. The rebels will be killed, meaning those that fight against the system. Those who will hide will not be able to buy or sell with any other payment method, meaning they're going to go to a cashless society. And if you do not sign up for something, then it doesn't allow you to read your vitals. Then your boss has no way to determine whether or not you're doing the job that was assigned to you. You will not get money. You will not be, quote-unquote, mining for cryptocurrency, nor will you get your award. Now, why is this coming out now? It's coming out because we have to look at these inoculations. These inoculations, according to a study in Spain, are filled with graphene, filled with it. Over 99% of these inoculations, according to the study from Spain, it is filled with graphene. Why is that important? Because you look up what graphene quantum dots are. And I think we brought this up 
in the last podcast. It's basically a way for a device to read, to read you, your medical records, your history, your medical history, social security number, tax return, whatever it is, through an unobtrusive method. So they can just say, oh, we want to look up so-and-so. They set out a signal via 5G, just like your cell phone, and they literally ping your body. And the graphene reacts to it and sends back the data. That's what we're looking at here. That's why they have the push for everybody to be inoculated. And now you know the timeline, thanks to McAfee. It's February 2nd of 2022. That's when they want everybody hooked up to the database. That's why you are seeing more and more people and more and more businesses reinstate the mask wearing, reinstate the social distancing, mandating vaccines. It's nothing to do with public health. If it did have something to do with public health, then why are over 40,000 unvaccinated migrants being released into the United States on a constant basis? None of them tested. No masks are given to them. None of them are inoculated with a COVID vaccine. If it was all about health, those people would be quarantined, and they aren't being quarantined. This is all about setting people up in an AI-run system of cryptocurrency to finally clamp down on any sort of human freedom. If you don't do what we say, you don't eat. That's the ultimate goal, and that's what McAfee is hinting at. And McAfee even said it's a non-human technology. This is AI-based it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican or left or right, right to life, Green Party, doesn't matter. None of these people, quote unquote, in charge are in charge. The AI is in charge, according to McAfee. And it certainly seems like it with these graphene inoculations. This is on the wake up radio.com. This is the show Resonance, and I'm your host, Chris Michaels. This is on the wake up radio.com and you're listening to the show Resonance. I'm your host, Chris Michaels, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single week. If you like what we do here, go to on the wake up radio.com, set up a profile, engage in the conversation. We'll always talk to you. You can talk to any one of the hosts here. Um, if you want to make fun of them or if you want to make fun of me, that is all right. We all have a good sense of humor here. Um, I'm not sure. If you would want to engage in uh, any sort of slurs, that may be a little roughing of, ruffling of the feathers. You might not want to do that, um, especially when you start calling people Caucasian. That's always a big, big issue uh, because I am one of those, apparently. At least that's what I identify as for this week as a Caucasian male, a cis male, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but you can go there. It's a fantastic place. We need to drum up some traffic over there. And uh, just start some good conversations, and we need that happening as soon as possible. And also information, any sort of links that you want to share with any of us, because we're always looking for that kind of positive contributions to the network. We can all use it. We're all brilliant people here on the with uh, on the wakeupradio.com. So if you want to listen to more of me, however, you can go to Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. You can look up Last Call 
with Chris Michaels. I'm there. I do four podcasts a week. I try to keep the 15 minutes. Sometimes it goes out to 15, uh, 20 or 30 minutes. Try not to do that too often, but um, I've been getting better at it. So if you like the brilliance that I spew here, you'll love there. So we've been speaking about why this stuff is happening. What's the end game? Now let's break down the argument that the mainstream media and the fascist dictators on the on the company side, on the private sector side, and the government side, let's break down exactly what they're trying to do and why their argument doesn't work. The whole thing. Oh gosh, it's the Delta variant. Watch out for the Delta variant. Here it comes. Watch out for Delta. Oh, look on the West Coast. Get oh, watch out for. No, no, wait, wait a minute. That's Epsilon variant over there. Watch out. Now, there's no way. There's no way for these fucking assholes to determine which variant is present, because the testing that they do does not support any sort of discern discernment why the Delta, Lambda, Epsilon argument is bullshit. All of the variants in a coronavirus vary by 0.003%. And your body, your T cells, your antibodies, everything else, there was uh, a study that was done. Actually, there were multiple studies done in India. In India, of all places. And there was a study that was done. I'm quickly scrolling through it because I just thought of it. Oh, here it is. From Cell Press, Cell Reports Medicine. And it's authored by uh, Kristen Cohen, Susan Lindman, Zoe Moody, Mahul Sathar, Rafi Ahmed, and Juliana McElrath. Uh, so a lot of Hashem's chosen in that. So the Cell Reports Medicine article basically says longitudinal analysis shows durable and broad immune memory after SARS-CoV-2 infection with persisting antibody responses and memory B and T cells. So what this means is your body remembers what the coronavirus or the SARS-CoV-2 type virus is, and it remembers and knows how to counter any of its variants for the long term. So all of the people out there that are asymptomatic carriers of the SARS-CoV-2 style virus. And you don't even know you would test positive for it. Because your immune system is so good. You have nothing to worry about. You are perfectly fine. Yet they're telling us that all of these variants are out there. They've got no way to determine the difference between the variants. They need to do DNA testing to determine the difference between the variants. And it's going to be extremely hard to do that since they just had a class one recall for the Immuna company's assay devices that tested for COVID. And the reason why it's a class one recall is because the machine is dog shit. Too many false positives, too many false negatives. In other words, 2020 is a farce. Now, let's go one step further with all of this. If they're requiring people to get vaccinated, how did they come to that determination? They came to that determination with the data that they gathered. 
how did they gather the data? They gathered the data from the faulty testing devices. Now, if the faulty testing devices aren't providing, now that we know due to the recalls, aren't providing accurate data, then that means your whole argument goes out the window. That means that there is no logical argument for mask mandates, social distancing, closures, and ultimately an inoculation. It is a farce because all of the data that they relied on came from devices that were hideously inaccurate. Inaccurate in upwards of 90% of the time. Here's the other farce that they're doing here. And this came from the UK Guardian. They found out that the positive COVID cases that are coming into hospitals over 50% of those positive COVID cases are due to people going into the hospital for other procedures. So they broke an arm, broken the leg. They need to get their tonsils taken out. They, they had an anal plug that went too deep, so they need to dislodge that sucker. If you go into the hospital, you must take a COVID-19 test. So if you just so happen to test positive because you showed up for another reason, they count that as another COVID case. They count that as a rise in COVID-19 cases. Now, here's what they're doing in the United States. The reason why the statistic, oh, God, 99% of all the positive COVID cases, they're coming from the unvaccinated. Oh, my. Watch out, everybody. Take cover. It's the 15th wave. Do you know why that's the case? Do you know why they can come up with a 99% number? It's because if you are vaccinated and you go to the hospital, they don't test you. It's policy to not test you if you've been inoculated. So, of course, you're going to get a 99% of the time positive COVID case amongst the unvaccinated because that is the only population that you are testing out of the universe of patients. So don't tell me that it's the unvaccinated's fault. It's because those are the only people that you're testing. And let's not forget, let's not forget what the CDC did when it came to measurements of people testing positive for COVID. All of those tests, it involved counter thresholds. You remember that scale? On a scale of one to 45, you, all throughout 2020, on the metric that they used, on a scale of one to 45, that was a positive COVID case. Well, it turns out that if you count the metric, if any number is above 28, so 29 to 45, and, you, and if you count anybody that comes with that number as a positive COVID case, there's a 90% chance you're wrong. So what they did was they said if you have been vaccinated, you only count as having COVID if you register 1 to 28 on that counter threshold. If you are unvaccinated, the counter threshold between 1 and 45 counts as a positive COVID case. So over 90% of the time, an unvaccinated person is going to be falsely, falsely positive and counted as a positive COVID case. That's what they're doing here. That's the logic that they're trying to shove down your throats. 
Oh, and by the way, remember that douchebag, uh, Governor Newsom from California? He's in hot water again because his son went to a day camp that does not enforce mask mandates. Now, that's a big deal because Governor Newsom out there is saying anybody over the age of two should be wearing a mask. And Governor Newsom tried to blame the camp and subsequently yanked his kid out of the camp. When the camp said, uh-uh, don't, don't you try to pull this shit with us because we have sent people and you notification that mask mandates will not be enforced. So he knew the whole time that he was sending his son to a camp that did not care about masks. And he got caught. And all of a sudden, oh gosh, you gotta yank him out. It's it's a farce. It is do do not do what we do. Do what we tell you to do. And finally, CNN accidentally emailed something to Charlie Kirk, and it involves what is next with these COVID lockdowns, and it is not good. And uh, citing the, you know, it, it, it's it's the usual thing. Um, and it says basically the carrot is no longer going to work, so we're going to start using punishment. We're going to start with draconian measures to get people vaccinated. They're trying to get people at that 70% inoculation rate. And that's what they're doing. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to be fun. And it's not going to be a very enjoyable fall and winter. But the good thing about all of that is that means they do not have a lot of bullets left in the chamber. It means we've almost outrun them, and they don't have much more gas to use. So we are at the end. I would suspect we've got another month, about another month, of being able to prepare for what's going to happen during the winter and fall. And I would suspect that winter and fall goes beyond February a little bit to March. So I, in my personal, in my humble opinion, I would begin to maybe start to prep with certain things and make sure you've got enough food to last you for quite some time and really start budgeting uh, how much you're eating and proportions and accurately judging what you have to do to survive uh, for any extended period of time because I suspect something is coming up um, and it's not going to be fun. So that's it. This is on the wake up radio.com. This is the show resonance. I am your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. We are here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to onthewakeupradio.com, set up a profile, start contributing to the conversation, share your dating life, share any sort of interesting articles, because we always want new material. That's it for me. Enjoy your week. Nobody's honest. Nobody's true. Everyone's lying to make it on. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashwin On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power.
to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all otwtube.com uncensored free speech platform